This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Sunbasket. It was obviously no big secret that Microsoft-owned streaming platform Mixer wasn't performing very well, even after it had spent tens of millions of dollars acquiring large streamers from other platforms. Kind of like the Quibi for game streaming. It, uh, yeah. Who could have seen it coming? I mean, yeah, it was a constant it was a constant joke regarding just how bad the site's viewership was, most notably from games journalist, esports expert, and friend of the show Slasher, who would consistently shit on them anytime there was a global viewing event for a premiere or a convention or whatever. Uh, I mean, one of his most recent examples is quite telling. Today's PlayStation 5 reveal will go down as one of the most watched gaming events of all time, with millions of people tuning in around the world. 3.5 million on Twitch, 3.5 million on YouTube, 100,000 on Twitter, and Mixer's 100 employees on Mixer. And Damn, Slasher. That was a joke that uh, was retold many, 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 many times yeah. along the past, I don't know, year or so. No one really bashed on Mixer too hard until they started spending millions of dollars on streamers. He had a pretty good one. I don't know if uh, it's included in here, but uh, when we get to the payouts, he's like, wow, they're paying out $1 million per Mixer viewer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, much like with the rapid downfall of another streaming platform that we've talked about on here a lot, Quibi, it was pretty damn easy to predict what was going to ultimately happen with Mixer, but we should probably start back at the most pivotal part of the Mixer saga, the day that they brought competitive acquisitions into the video game streaming market. And before Mixer came along and dropped absurd amounts of cash in order to acquire streamers, people utilizing whatever platform they called home just ended up there because that's where they were able to grow. Yeah. At some point along the way, Facebook started shoving its nose in and began making offers to streamers, which amounted to being simply like, hey, we'll give you a bit more than you'd make elsewhere, but... In a lump sum, if you ditch your current platform. It was security, I guess. Yeah, we, I mean, we know a few people who took the bait. No fault of their own. It was, uh, yeah. it's a nice payday, and they got mm -hmm. it guaranteed instead of hoping that everything consistently yeah. appears on Twitch. But so it, it makes sense. But yeah, yeah Facebook was on a, a much lower level, like at least lower when you compare it to like Ninja or someone like right. that. Right. Mixer was the first to really throw the hammer down and go after the white whales, the <laughs> biggest Twitch partners around. Especially Mr. Ninja. Yeah, now, okay, by the time Mixer had gone all in with Ninja, uh, he wasn't necessarily far and away the biggest streamer on Twitch. He was way up there, but uh, it would be unfair to say that he was fading by any means. He just, you know, a lot of people were coming up at that mm -hmm. time, and uh, he wasn't the only one on top. Now, he still pulled in huge numbers, and Mixer needed someone to immediately and drastically prop up their platform, which had, I mean, at best, been middling since it was acquired under its former name, Beam, by Microsoft. But even when we reported on the acquisition of Ninja and the eventual acquisition of uh, another prominent streamer like Stra uh, Shroud and many others, for what seemed like astronomically high numbers, we understood what Microsoft was doing here. It was... Not It wasn't very spoken like very pu uh, publicly, but it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. They needed butts in s virtual seats. And they needed marketing. Yeah. So companies like Microsoft, they can spend tens of and upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars on advertising games and consoles by locking down these large streamers and with the hope that a majority of their audiences would transfer over to Mixer along with them, they were creating a built-in non-stop marketing machine where these streamers would be playing and promoting games that they'd want them to play and promote on a platform that they own, control, and can run any amount of advertisements on. Yeah, if, 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 if Ninja is playing a stream of what, even if it's not a Microsoft game and the Xbox console is coming out, they will almost certainly run nonstop ads that they're technically not really paying for yeah. on his stuff because they've already acquired him and paid the money 
under contract. It's great for a little bit of uh, what's known as Hollywood accounting yeah. as well, because no, we spent all this money. Yeah, your <laughs> your advertising department can charge your mixer department any amount of money. Yeah, doesn't matter, and that counts as a loss on your taxes at the end of the year. And it it, it goes without saying that uh, outside of just running ads on a stream, like I'm sure that there were talks where it's like, hey, Ninja, you're going to be playing on the Xbox and you're going to play the new Halo when it comes out because yeah. that's part of the deal. I would yeah. assume you'll play it. Anyway, yeah, it was a pretty simple trade-off, all things considered. Players like Ninja wouldn't have been priced so high if Microsoft didn't think that they would recoup their money through free advertising and game-slash-console sales. Only, that didn't happen. I mean, it's definitely true that a portion of their audience did transfer over to Mixer, at least initially, but there's no hiding the fact that their viewership eventually settled down to be a small fraction of what they'd previously had. And the launch of the new Xbox, it's still months away. Mixer continued to become the butt of jokes, and streamers that uh, were led over to the platform from elsewhere got hefty paydays, but did lose a, a, a decent amount of their viewership. I mean, it, it's a sacrifice. I, good on them for taking the money, but still a sacrifice. Yeah, I remember like just browsing their homepage and being like, oh, today's top stream has like 200 viewers. Yeah, there's it's just some random. It's I think uh, some of the highest I saw on there that weren't Ninja or Shroud were like 2,000 or 3,000. Yeah. Uh, anyways, cut to this week and news that it honestly shocked a lot of people. Mixer announced that it was shutting down and partnering with Facebook for a transition of talent. And it's not that people didn't foresee Mixer's eventual demise, but shutting down the platform on the cusp of a console release by a company who owns both was definitely jarring. We just didn't think it would happen this quick. That's yeah. the whole thing. Well, according to reporting from The Verge, quote, Microsoft is closing its Mixer service on July 22nd and plans to move existing partners over to Facebook Gaming. The surprise announcement means Mixer partners and streamers will be transitioned to Facebook gaming starting today, and Microsoft will no longer operate Mixer as a service in a month's time. But hey, what the hell? I mean, so all, all their partners, are they struck? They're, they're stuck with Facebook now? It's what? Okay. Come on. So a company, yeah, Facebook is a company notorious for juicing its numbers and ruining businesses, among other things. Democracy, yeah. you might argue. <laughs> well, and yeah, that's pretty much what's happening, uh, or at least what the deal is between the two companies regarding what their talent, regardless of what their talent thinks about it. Yeah, so, I mean, all of the talent, uh, aside from the very, very big streamers who have, you know, lawyers and yeah. and uh, are repped by big companies, they were very shocked by this news. And there were no shortage of videos of people being like, wait, what? Hold on. I actually, like, did a decent job of building an audience here, and now you're taking it away from me? To, you know, Facebook? I'm, I'm going to Facebook? Boomer book? Uh, anyways, quote, On July 22nd, all Mixer sites and apps will automatically redirect to Facebook Gaming. Existing Mixer partners will be granted partner status with Facebook Gaming, and any streamers using the Mixer monetization program will be granted eligibility for Facebook's Level Up program. Mixer viewers with outstanding Ember balances, channel subscriptions, or Mixer Pro subscriptions will receive Xbox gift card credit. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. Uh, also, there was some reporting about uh, partners, if they were to accept the transfer, had to sign an NDA with Facebook for a certain amount of months or years. So anyways, yeah, yikes. It, it would definitely suck to be a Mixer streamer who you know, view, views their only option right now as waiting around and transitioning to a platform that everyone hates. And most of them have no choice outside of potentially losing whatever audience they currently have on Mixer in order to transition elsewhere. We've been over it. Transitioning is very hard for anyone in the digital space. Yeah. But uh, things definitely do not suck for at least two of Mixer's biggest partners, 
the aforementioned Ninja, and Shroud, who literally came out of this whole mess in not just the best way possible, but in a way that almost boggles the mind. <laughs> yeah. Big win for them. Yeah. So according to reports, the initial plan was to get Ninja and Shroud to transition over to Facebook streaming along with everyone else. But uh, they, along with their reps, knew that that would be a horrific idea, so they pushed back, and they made out like bandits. Yeah. According to Slasher, quote, Sources. Facebook offered an insane offer at almost double for the original mixer contracts of Ninja and Shroud, but Loaded slash Ninja slash Shroud said no and forced Mixer to buy them out. Ninja made around $30 million from Mixer and Shroud made around $10 million. Ninja and Shroud are now free agents. So two things. Wow. Great job. Fantastic. Buy some furniture. Uh, <laughs> I think he has by now. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't even think it's been a year. I think Ninja signed last uh, September or August or something like yeah, that. I don't think it was long ago. So literally got $30 million for less than a year on the platform and gets to go back to wherever. Uh, Shroud, also, $10 million, nothing to turn your nose up at. But the other thing is that uh, if the sources are true, Ninja and Shroud, Ninja specifically turned down $60 million from Facebook and Shroud yeah. turned down $20 million because, I mean, that's a pretty damning case against Facebook as a platform. Well, because they, they know, I'm sure they did the math, they're going to make, the amount they'll make off like Super Chats and subscriptions on Twitch yeah. is more than enough to justify turning sure. down the upfront from Facebook where their viewership's going to be low, less engaged, less cool. Sure. Yeah. Now, we can only imagine that these two will probably end up back on Twitch, but then again, their initial departure from that platform also sparked a bidding war for talent with all platforms working deals with large talent to lock them into whichever specific platform. YouTube in particular has been signing talent to stream there exclusively as well. So in theory, not only will Ninja and Shroud have walked with huge lump sum payouts, but they also may have done themselves a solid, uh, just their future selves, a real solid by initiating a bidding war between platforms well in advance of the fact that they may one day be involved in a bidding war that they themselves helped to create. Yeah. Uh, too long, don't care version of this whole story. Mixer's dead. Facebook's is it's scraping the bones, and Ninja is very, extremely, insanely rich. Yeah. Buy some decorations for your house. <laughs> it's been a while. It looks I sad. Think he, I think he has. Yeah. Well, last time I checked, it was just a, a blank white wall, a shitty like fucking Red Bull fridge, that an old bed that yeah, looked like it was passed down. Yeah. Now he has a whole studio now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, can always buy more furniture. And get some stuff for the wall. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Hire a decorator. Anyway, speaking of getting paid, before we get to the rest of the show, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Sunbasket. Mm. If you're looking to reduce unnecessary trips out and trying to avoid sold-out grocery stores, and you should be, then check out Sunbasket. It's a perfect and delicious solution for the times we're living in. You know us, heading out to the store for some essentials. It's now an anxiety-ridden ordeal, even with our masks. Yes. And it, it's not, not something to look forward to. So that's why getting a delivery from Sunbasket is such a relief. Yeah, Sunbasket delivers healthy, delicious meals straight to your door. They've got delicious recipes for all kinds of dietary preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, Mediterranean, vegetarian, and more. Everything pre-portioned and ready to prep and cook. You can enjoy a dinner full of organic produce and clean ingredients in as little as 15 minutes, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. Each week, Sunbasket offers a wide range of recipes to choose from, so you can try mouth-watering dishes like hoisin steak strip lettuce cups with pickled daikon and carrots, roasted salmon with miso-glazed eggplant, or black bean tostadas diablo with cabbage slaw and guacamole. Diablo. Diablo. You can order from any recipes across their menu, skip a week whenever you need to, 
or even double up on your favorite recipes. It's simple and easy with no gotchas, and Sunbasket facilities have the highest levels of food and employee safety. They are reinforcing strict adherence to their existing standard operating procedures and increasing sanitization frequency in their distribution centers in order to protect you and your family. Mm -hmm. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash todaydaily and enter promo code todaydaily at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash todaydaily. Enter promo code todaydaily at checkout for $35 off your order. sunbasket.com slash todaydaily. Enter promo code today daily. Information down below as well. All right, now back into the news with an update from a story from last week and a similar story that ties right in with it. Police in this country claiming that for whatever reason, they are under attack by a dangerous terrorist force known as the fast food industry. Now, we've been over it before, but I guess it bears repeating. Uh, it, it is possible that fast food workers could fuck with people's food, sure, but the risk versus reward, way off balance. Yeah, why would you do it? There's an infinite amount of ways that you can get caught very easily, especially if you fuck with a cop. Like, So I just don't really see this as plausible. And so far, it just isn't fucking happening. It's, it, every Every time. <laughs> Every time, yeah, people people are like, "Oh my God, did you hear what Can the you police? Believe it? Can you believe what the police?" No, said actually, I don't believe. It. And then, like two days later, oh, it turns out the police just flat out lied. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. Oh, well. Uh, last week we spoke about a bunch of cops in New York City who'd claimed that they were poisoned, poisoned by Shake Shack employees through those delicious milkshakes, uh, and that these poisoned milkshakes were so poisoned, the officers were immediately sent to the hospital. Oh my God. <gasps> However, just about a day after those claims were made against Shake Shack, uh, an internal investigation found that Shake Shack employees did not intentionally do anything suspicious to any of the officers' drinks. Uh, and now we have another big update on that story. Uh, according to the New York Post, quote, the three cops at the center of the NYPD milkshake poisoning scandal never even got sick. And there wasn't the slightest whiff of criminality from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, the article goes on to say that, quote, they ordered the now infamous mid-shift drinks via a mobile app around 7.30 p.m., purchasing three shakes across two separate orders, sources said. Their drinks were waiting for them when they arrived at the Shake Shack. Police sources explained it was clear that the workers couldn't have known cops had placed the orders since it wasn't done in person, and they couldn't have dosed the drinks after the officers arrived because they were packaged and waiting for pickup when the trio walked in. All of these COVID precautions with fast food, pickups and deliveries are really making it hard to for these cops to make accusations about food yeah, tampering. That's all they want mm -hmm. is to be able to just make baseless accusations against minimum wage food <laughs> service employees. Yeah. And the damn coronavirus is making it so much harder. Uh, I can't beat protesters anymore. People got angry about yeah. that. I'm going to go emotionally destroy some workers. And it's this is all like it, the whole trend is especially stupid because if you've ever worked in like food service or fast food especially mm -hmm. um, you pretty much pretty much have to give the police uh, first responder discount to anyone in a uniform that comes in yeah. like they get treated quite well yeah and uh, what do you get in return you get fucking accused of poisoning them yeah there's cool. also a, plenty of fail safes in a lot of uh, fast food places where like, the people packaging the food initially packaging it up have no idea who's picking yeah. these orders up yeah. at all it's not like they like walked like, outside. It was like, for a cop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, after they uh, picked up their drinks that were sealed and all that, they sipped on the shakes. They found something to be a little bit off about them. Then they talked to a manager who was like, hey, sorry about that. How about some coupons? Yeah. They accepted some food and beverage vouchers for the inconvenience. They said, all right, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah no big deal. See you later. 
Uh, it was only after they relayed the story to their sergeant that the Shake Shack became a crime scene and the cops were sent to the hospital where they were, quote, examined and released without ever showing symptoms. How you feeling? Uh, Fine. Completely normal. Kind All of right, hungry. we'll get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. There's a pandemic, you fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, th this whole ordeal was obviously bullshit. But it doesn't stop there because this week we got a whole separate story about an officer reporting that their drink was tainted. And in addition to that, I, I'm not even sure that we covered the other story from last week about the female officer in Atlanta yeah, who started know, crying about the breakfast sandwich from McDonald's being Yeah, late. her food was slightly late and it turned into just this scenario. Emotional breakdown. She completely made up in her head where it's just like, look, no, nothing happened to me. But what if something did? Yeah. I just can't. I can't it's deal the with it. Yeah, the, it's the fact that someone could poison me. Just ruins my day here at McDonald's. I can't remember where I saw it, but there was like a meme of like a McDonald's person like outside the window while she's crying. Ma'am, you're, you're, <laughs> you're <ordering. laughs> Yeah, and people, that that one was especially weird because like people were like quote tweeting and sharing it and be like, God, what what a terrible country we live in where people are treating our police like this. And like, they didn't do anything. Nothing, nothing happened. happened. She, it's, this is all in her head. Even based on her she's, explanation yeah. of everything is like, yeah, even according to her, wrong. literally nothing happened. She's having an emotional fucking breakdown. Yeah over her food being slightly late, which just happens sometimes. Yeah, who who among us haven't ha got a, a late delivery yeah. or had to wait in the drive-thru a little bit too long? Yeah, I mean, like... It's peak hours in the morning, Dan. Yeah, like I order Postmate a decent, pretty often. <laughs> they fuck it up a lot. All the, it, time. It, all the time. And it's not a conspiracy. It just happens. Yeah. This shit happens. I never take the tip off the driver. I just contact Postmates. I'm like, yeah. hey, they literally forgot half this And order. it happens so often that they just believe you. They're like, all right. Yeah, whatever. Here's $10. <laughs> yeah. That's all that needs yeah. to happen. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so we, we I think, skimmed over that or didn't even talk about it. But that also happened last week. But let's... Uh, Officer Karen. Yeah, let's skip forward to this week. So, yeah, that was something. Uh, that, yeah, so... Uh, here's the story of another frosty beverage ruined by those evil fast food workers. They hate the police so damn much. Mm -hmm. So this time, a cop alleged that a Starbucks barista... This was here in L.A., I yep. believe. Uh this cop is saying that this Starbucks barista spiked his Frappuccino with a goddamn tampon. Yeah. Disgusting. The, the picture is... Uh, a new low. When I first saw it, I thought it was like a, like a dead animal or yeah, something. Yeah, it looked real, It looked like the hair that if you... Like if you unclog if a you, sink? Yeah, that, I mean, there's, there's a picture of it. I don't know, I guess... I guess it might be a tampon. It's 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 something. I, I, took, the, <laughs> I took the picture at its word. Yeah. Well, it's something gross being pulled out of a Starbucks frozen beverage by an off-duty LAPD officer. And that part's important. Yeah. Off duty. I don't believe in uniform. Uh, yeah. Wow. The conspiracy runs deep. So the initial exposure of all this came from a local Fox reporter. This, this guy's a fucking twerp. <laughs> this guy, he, everything that, like, during the protest, this guy was all over that shit. Just the most, like, bad faith reporting. Yeah. Anyway, he tweeted out that picture and said, Breaking. Sources tell me an off-duty LAPD, off LAPD officer allegedly found a tampon halfway through his Frappuccino at a Starbucks in Diamond Bar on Friday. I'm told he used his police credit union debit card. Sheriff's Department confirms they took a report, and they're now investigating. We got an order coming in. It's looking like I can definitely tell that this debit card is from You can tell the by the police, numbers. Yeah, the police credit union, of course. Of course. They have a big diagram on the wall that's right. like, if it starts with these four numbers... Mm -hmm. You know how to put a we tampon. You got him. Now put a tampon in, which <laughs> they will find when they're done with their drink. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> also, and is anyone else seeing me put this tampon in? The many baristas and order takers and everything. Like the poison is like, like at least with poison, 
there's not an, a literal object. <laughs> wow, this is obvious. Yeah. Wow, they're really sending a message. It's like waking up next to a horse head. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's been, you know, since there's been a pattern of these situations being fabricated by the police, the internet was immediately skeptical. So much so that Vice launched an investigation of their own by purchasing a Frappuccino and some tampons and then letting one of the tampons soak in a beverage and then comparing the photos of each down to the actual size of pixels to determine if it was even possible for the officer's drink tampon to have expanded and absorbed to that level and length according to his time frame. And they even consulted like experts at photo analysis services to like accurately do the measurements and they're just like, spoiler, it's really not possible. Now, still, as we said, an actual official investigation was launched. And luckily, that Fox reporter, he remained on the case, sharing all the new information that he'd received with everyone. Now, let's just do a quick rundown of just how this whole thing devolved. L.A. Police Protection League tells me this disgusting assault on a police officer was carried out by someone with hatred in their heart and who lacks human decency. We hope they are publicly exposed fired, arrested, and prosecuted for their cowardly and repugnant actions. You know what? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> LA Sheriff's Department tells me detectives have pulled the surveillance video and are now in the process of reviewing it. I'm told the officer angrily went back inside to confront the staff once he made the discovery. And yes, I'm aware of the Shake Shack hoax. That's why I spent all evening working multiple independent sources. And this didn't come from the union. A police report has been filed, LASD reviewing video, and if the officer made it up, that's filing a false report. That's criminal. Mm. Well, he continues, update. We've since learned that because the Starbucks is a licensee location inside a Target, they're technically Target employees. When we called the Target, a female employee said she was aware of the incident. Starbucks following up with us in the morning. Formal statement from the LA County Sheriff's Department on this. I'm told officer was not in uniform. <laughs> I've been in touch with Starbucks, who says they will assist Target in any investigation. Target Corporate tells me they will have a statement for me shortly. And here it comes. The moment you've all been waiting for. Update. Statement from Target. We take this allegation seriously. We have reviewed video footage and have not found any suspicious behavior. We have shared the video with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and look forward to the conclusions of their investigation. So job well done, everyone. Cool. Another open and shut case. Then how did the tampon get in the drink, though? I don't know. Guess we'll never know. Because according to the Vice reporting, it would have had to have been in there for days. A very long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How does that work? I don't know. So that's uh, cool. Glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Um, so it's great watching the updates. Looks like uh, looks like the cops are like 0 and 20 at this point on um, you know actually being uh, attacked by the minimum wage fast food. But worker. they should still remain vigilant. Yeah. Make your fucking lunch at home. I don't I don't know what to tell you. No, they they love getting that <laughs> discount. They do. Uh, here's one last update, though, from a recent video, Trump's rally and his claim that he told his team to slow down the testing of coronavirus. And we spoke about it on the most recent episode of Weekly Weird News. But the quote from the rally went as follows. Here's the bad part. When you, test, uh, when you, when you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people. You're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. They test and they test. Yeah. So this was immediately written off as the president just joking, which uh, not a great joke. Bad joke. No. A lot of people dead. Yes. But, uh, you know, just because officials within the White House and the party claim that he was joking doesn't mean he was actually joking. Really? <laughs> in the days that have followed his rally in Tulsa, Trump has attempted to set the record straight by yeah. saying, no, I meant the whole thing. I actually <laughs> meant this. Yeah. Oh, this makes me look bad. And they were trying to do damage control. Well, too bad. I like, I like saying it. Yeah. 
Uh, on Tuesday morning when uh, he was heading to board Marine One, Trump spoke up about his alleged joke about reducing the number of tests, saying that he doesn't kid. And that testing for COVID-19 is a double-edged sword because more testing reveals more positive cases. Yeah, that's how it works. And he's not wrong. <laughs> that's, the, the president is correct. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Now, he also suggested that he is uh, mostly concerned about keeping the number of confirmed cases and deaths from COVID-19 low. And the best way to achieve that goal would be to test less. Oh, my fucking God. Galaxy brain. Oh, my fucking God. All of this was coupled by a tweet sent out early the same morning where he tapped his head like a big old fat genius and said the following. Cases are going up in the U.S. because we are testing far more than any other country and ever expanding. Not, that's not even true. With smaller testing, we would show fewer cases. Smaller testing. Yes. Fewer cases. Smaller testing, fewer cases. <laughs> Uh, fewer confirmed cases, because as are, we all know, we are so fucked. Not really uh, this, slowing down. This shit is not going away. We're get. We really biffed it. We did. And the EU, I don't know if you saw this. The oh. EU is just like, yeah, Americans. I, we don't know when you're going to be allowed back, but uh, not anytime soon. Yeah, they had no idea when Americans will be able to travel ever again, or people go home to their families, or anything yeah. like that. Also, like Trump just, people don't care because their like biggest vacation is like going to fucking Disney World. Just so. a, a local uh, kind of viewpoint on this from where I grew up, like because I, again I follow the subreddits and stuff, but like the local hospital there was like. Like, yeah, cases are going up. ICU beds are being filled. Like, then they uh, just stopped earlier, reporting on the beds. Well, earlier uh, in the year, we were, you know, at almost capacity. Like, we have 45 beds or whatever. And now we're getting close to, like, 29 beds filled. Like, the comments on there, well, they've got 15 beds left. Obviously, it's not at capacity yet. Uh -huh. like, yeah, no. but it could be really soon, and that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, states around the country continue to break record after record after record of new cases. California, 6,000 today. Oh, yeah, it clearly indicates that we're um, just we're not anywhere near close to getting this thing under control. It is very much out of control, more so than it has been in this entire process. We are now worse off yeah. than we were at any other point. And nothing is changing at this point. Like, yeah. At the beginning, they're like, all right, fine. We literally gave up. We'll lock things down. And then now, even though things are ramping back up, nobody's even like, Coming up with a, the fraction of an idea that we should start closing things back down on a state or, you know, county level. Yeah. There's a bunch of places who are forced to close down because their employees had tested positive. Yeah. But, uh, oh, a bunch, and a bunch of uh, staffers at the rally yeah. tested positive. Yes. They were asymptomatic, but they were positive. So that's the same area. Uh, there's a famous it. tennis player who got it because he was just walking around hugging people at an exhibition match. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? God like the it. one sport, like tennis and golf, you should be yeah. like, all right, as long as I play it safe and I, you know, if if the ball goes away, I'm not going to touch it. Like, yeah. Get like a, a thing to hold it up and then toss it and do it or whatever. Like, you would think that that would be the safest, like, two sports to do it in. You like, would think. But no, you got to have the adoration. You got to go up and hug people. And that's that's when it goes bad. So, yeah, it uh, looks like things are going to get a lot worse before they get a lot better, any better. So uh, And now cool. it's getting real hot out. And the fireworks just keep on coming. Yeah. So it's being very annoying. It's very annoying to, to live through this year so far. Uh, anyways, we got to get out of here and go light fireworks all across the city. Yeah. Uh, if, if you hear CIA them, that's, paycheck is coming it's in. in the mail. Uh, anyways, uh, if you our masks are still for sale. We're going to keep them up until Sunday night. Thank you for the amazing response. We've raised over $5,000 for No Kid Hungry so far. Uh, we're keeping the masks up until 
the Sunday night midnight or something like that. So you have time to get one if you want. Check it out. The link's in the description below. In the meantime, check out our other episodes over here. We have a new episode of Weekly Weird News and an episode of News Dump that you should check out. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you very soon for Tech News Day. Bye.